0: here it is from deep inside your audio device of choice ladies and gentlemen uh, this broadcast is originating far far away from uh, the original the show dome or for that matter from the united states of america itself think of it and uh, and yet you know you get homesick when you're away from local shores And uh, I I wanted to uh, just during this broadcast console myself with uh, the most potent memories of what it's like to be in the United States at this point in time. So if you'll indulge me throughout the broadcast, I'll uh, engage in just a little bit of homesickness therapy from time to time. Enbrel may lower your ability to fight infections. Serious, sometimes fatal events including infections, tuberculosis, lymphoma, other cancers, nervous system and blood disorders, and allergic reactions have occurred. Before starting Enbrel, your doctor should test you for tuberculosis and discuss whether you've been to a region where certain fungal infections are common. You should not start Enbrel if you have an infection like the flu. Tell your doctor if you're prone to infections, have cuts or sores, have had hepatitis B, have been treated for heart failure, or if you have symptoms such as persistent fever, Bruising, bleeding, or paleness. Wouldn't my doctor know if I'm prone to infections? See, that's the kind of thinking I do when I'm back home. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we are not number one. The death rate in the United States rose last year for the first time in a decade, according to preliminary federal data. This is a rare increase that was driven in part by more people dying from drug overdoses. Suicide and Alzheimer's disease, The death rate from heart disease, long in decline, edged up slightly. Death rates has been declining for years in the U.S. Recent research has documented sharp rises in death rates among certain groups, in particular less educated whites, who have been hardest hit by the prescription drug epidemic, hence the Trump phenomenon. Increases for the entire population are relatively rare. It's an uh, increase in mortality It's an uptick in mortality, and that doesn't usually happen, so it's significant, says Robert Anderson, chief of mortality statistics at the National Center for Health Statistics, part of the Centers for Disease Control. A center, part of another center. The center is holding. But the question is, he says, what does it mean? Experts, defined at one point by the late Abby Hoffman as fast-talking guys from out of town, experts said the current rise was surprising. We're not used to Seeing death death rates increase on a national scale, says a researcher at the CDC. We've seen increases in mortality for some groups, but it is quite rare to see it for the whole population. He added, it drags the United States farther behind its European peers. Many countries in Europe are witnessing declines in mortality, so the gap between the U.S. and other countries is growing. In other words, we're not. Number one. Hello, welcome to the show.
1: wants to find a way to heal me, heal me. I bet she'll never find the real me Ha, ha, oh yeah She said she really wants to get to know me and that she thinks that I can make her feel less lonely She said she's got so much to show me Ha, ha, oh yeah never going
0: from melbourne australia indeed what just sitting here trying to watch the uh, water go down the drain in the opposite direction i'm harry Shearer. welcoming you to this edition of the show a little homesickness therapy and then we'll continue
2: do not take Trulicity if you or anyone in your family has had medullary thyroid cancer or multiple endocrine neoplasia syndrome type 2 or if you're allergic to Trulicity or its ingredients. Stop using Trulicity and call your doctor right away if you have symptoms of an allergic reaction such as itching, rash, or difficulty breathing. If you have signs of pancreatitis such as severe stomach pain that will not go away and may move to your back with or without vomiting. Or if you have symptoms of thyroid cancer which may include a lump or swelling in your neck, hoarseness, trouble swallowing, or shortness of breath. medicines like Trulicity may cause stomach problems, which could be severe. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions and any medicines you take. Taking Trulicity with a sulfonylurea or insulin may increase your risk for low blood sugar. Common side effects include nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, decreased appetite, and indigestion. Some side effects can lead to dehydration, which may cause kidney failure.
0: Okay, I'll keep that in mind. And uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, the apologies of the week.
1: We're so sorry.
0: Well, some apologies really carry a large freight of karma, such as the uh, one we begin this segment with. Ken Starr, who uh, was the prosecutor in the Clinton impeachment imbroglio a couple of decades ago, has been, uh, until recently, president, and then more recently when he stepped down from that job, chancellor at Baylor University. Uh, Now he's out of both jobs. Um, And accompanying that... uh, resignation this week, was a news story that aired on a local station down Texas Way about uh, an email that had come to Ken Starr's office from a student, or at this point I think a former student at Baylor. Uh, The header of the email was, I was raped at Baylor. And uh, here's what happened when a newswoman at that local station asked him about that email
3: what about um, the victim that came forward saying that she had personally sent you an email saying in the subject line that she was raped at baylor did you ever see that email
0: i honestly may have i'm not denying that
4: i saw it
3: what you can't see during this interview is my news director behind me you also can't see a woman named mary spate who asked my boss to promise not to use that portion of the interview when he says no she interrupts our interview well, I want to point out,
4: I, I need to talk to Jen Starr, Jen, Jen Starr. Okay, okay. I need to talk to you, sir. Okay, do you ask great questions?
3: Okay, great. Can I ask you one more question? I have got to talk to you. Okay. Okay. Spate was introduced to our crew as a longtime family friend. What we've since learned is she has a long resume in crisis management and was once a director of media relations at the White House for President Reagan. She also coached Starr while he gave testimony to impeach Bill Clinton. After a few minutes away, the two returned.
4: She needs to ask you that question again. Whether you do it on camera or not, it's up to you. I just want to make sure it doesn't end up
3: misedited. Okay. We ask Star again, and he answers, but turns to Spate, apparently for coaching. All I'm going to say is
1: I honestly have no
4: recollection of that.
3: Of seeing any email? Is that okay? Look at me. Look at her. Then Star answers again.
4: I honestly have no recollection of seeing such an email and I believe that I would remember seeing such an email. The President of the University gets lots of emails. I don't even
0: see a lot of the emails that come into the office of the President. I had no recollection of it. None. Now we talked with that communication specialist, Mary Spath, who tells us she made a huge mistake and she's sorry she hurt her friend Ken Starr. And now of course he won't be getting nearly so many emails, so It all worked out. Deborah Messing has apologized for a selfie she posted amid breaking news of the shooting on the UCLA campus this week. Messing was participating in a pre-planned campaign aimed at raising awareness of gun violence. She apparently saw news of the shooting and posted, then subsequently deleted a selfie, writing, "...horrendous watching news about shooting at UCLA with casualties while taking selfie to bring awareness to gun violence." After deleting the photo and receiving backlash from Twitter, Messing posted several messages to clarify, writing, Take a stand. This day was predetermined as a day of awareness. Don't belittle the effort. The 47-year-old actress tweeted out a subsequent message, which read, I was so shocked and struck by the horrible irony that yet another shooting was occurring as I was participating in this effort. I'm heartbroken and embarrassed that many people misconstrued my actions and that I caused offense. The horrendous irony of the timing I was hoping would shine an even brighter light on the crisis and need for all of us to do something together to make the U.S. safer. I am so truly sorry. Deadline Washington, Marco Rubio apologized privately to Donald Trump in person, backstage, before a Republican debate for the remarks he had made earlier about Trump's appearance. Rubio revealed this in a CNN interview this week. He was uh, admitting to a series of mistakes, chief among those was belittling belittling Trump for the size of his hands in the lead-up to Super Tuesday. Rubio went further than his public expression of regret when speaking with Jake Tapper at CNN. I actually told Donald one of the debates, I forget which one, I apologized to him for that. I said, you know, I'm sorry that I did that. It's not who I am, and I shouldn't have done it. I didn't say it in front of the camera. I didn't want any political benefit. Rubio is now supporting Trump. Reluctantly, Dateline Beijing, China, and Africa are good brothers, and China respects all people regardless of race. That's according to the Chinese government, after a detergent maker apologized for a commercial showing a black man bundled into a washing machine that many called racist. I think the commercial is what they thought was called racist, not the washing machine. In the television advertisement for KiaoBi laundry detergent, a black man wolf whistles at a Chinese woman. They still have wolf whistles in China. The woman beckons him over. Then she stuffs a packet of detergent in his mouth, shoving him headfirst into the washing machine. A moment later, she opens the lid and a fair-skinned Asian man pops out. The spot went viral after being posted on YouTube last week. Some Chinese and foreign Internet users condemned it as racist. We express our sincere apologies and ho- sincerely hope that the many Internet users and the media will not read too much into this, said the company that owns the Kuao... brand... In a statement, the company deleted an online version of the ad in response to the outcry, but versions of it could still be seen on Chinese and foreign video platforms. You need to have more control over the Internet. Ontario Premier Kathleen Wynne formally apologized this week to indigenous Canadian peoples for the abuse, betrayal, and silence of past Ontario governments as children who suffered at residential schools. Quote, I apologize for the province's silence in the face of... Abuses and death at residential schools, said Premier Wynne. And I apologize for the fact that residential schools are only one example of the systemic intergenerational injustices inflicted upon Indigenous communities throughout Canada. You know, she's Canadian because she uses so many multisyllabic words. Her government is not the first to make a statement as part of the province's official response to the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. Alberta issued its own apology last June. The. Uh, in the Ontario legislature this week, several Indigenous legisla- leaders and elders, including a sc- survivor of the residential school, joined politicians on the floor sitting close to the Premier to hear her apology. The government is investing $250 million over three years for 26 new initiatives aimed at building trust and respect on the part of indigenous peoples. It's almost like reparations. Speaking of which, when has the United States, uh, we mentioned last week the Australians have uh, started paying reparations to their indigenous people for uh, some bad behavior on the uh, part of the Australians. The United States has apologized for some things. Uh, Washington Post reminds us in the wake of uh, President Obama's unapologetic trip to Hiroshima the United, the United States apologized in 2010 for American experiments on Guatemalans in the 1940s in 1993 the United States apologized for its role in the 1893 overthrow of the Hawaiian monarchy in 2012 President Obama apologized for U.S. military involvement in the burning of copies of the Quran in Afghanistan that year So sometimes we do sometimes we don't. The Mitsubishi Company has become the first in Japan to provide redress, speaking of which, despite the nation's Supreme Court ruling that the former slave workers of the company do not have the right to claim compensation. Mitsubishi Materials has concluded an agreement with groups representing more than 3,700 Chinese who were used as forced laborers, slave laborers, in Japan during World War II. The settlement reached in August but uh, signed in beijing this week includes an apology to the former laborers and relatives of those who have died as well as paying a lump sum of fifteen thousand dollars to each individual sounds like reparations to me mitsubishi part of the giant conglomerate also committed to building memorials at coal mines operated by mitsubishi mining It will establish a fund and make a donation to support search for other laborers who are not covered by the initial agreement. This is the first time a Japanese company has decided to apologize and pay compensation to Chinese victims in a case involving a claim for damages rejected by the Supreme Court. The court rejected uh, liability for the compensation payments to Chinese because... The Beijing government had renounced its citizens' claims to redress as part of a joint communique issued in 1972 when Japan and China normalized diplomatic relations. There are many Chinese victims with valid claims against either the Japanese government or other Japanese countries, companies and it's taken more than 70 years to reach this settlement. That makes it significant, says a professor of human rights law. There's now renewed hope, says the professor, that more Japanese companies will decide to unilaterally provide compensation for for people from the East Asian nation's former colonies who were used as slave laborers in the early decades of the 20th century. Around 39,000 Chinese were brought to Japan against their will between 1943 and 1945 alone. The need for laborers was most acute in coal mines, shipyards, and construction sites. Many of the workers died of illness, overwork, or in industrial accidents. Another Japanese apology. A missing seven-year-old boy who was left on a mountain roadside by his parents as punishment for misbehaving was found unharmed after searchers spent nearly a week combing dense forests. You know that story. Takayuki Tanuka, the father of the boy, said he was very sorry for what happened to his son and regretted the punishment. I told my son I'm sorry that I made him go through a very hard situation. He nodded to me. He said at a press conference. I have been raising him with lots of love, he said, with his head bowed and on the verge of tears. I would like to pour a lot more love over him from now on and watch him growing up. Better love the maple syrup, I guess. And 20th Century Fox. I thought they were called 21st Century Fox now, but I guess I'm behind the times. Anyway, Fox is apologizing for an X Man Apocalypse promotional image showing Jennifer Lawrence's character, Mystique, being strangled by villain Apocalypse. Good names. The grim image was plastered on roadside billboards, posters, and featured in the movie's trailer. Social media has been smoldering over the ads showing violence to a woman. Fox says, In our enthusiasm to show the villain of the character Apocalypse, we didn't immediately recognize the upsetting connotation of this image in print form. Once we realized how insensitive it was, we quickly took steps to remove these materials. We apologize. Fox noted for their sensitivity. The apologies of the week, ladies and gentlemen, a copyrighted feature of this broadcast. I miss so many things about the United States not being there right now. Of course, all of the wonderful foods, all of the wonderful folkways. Things you can't experience anywhere else. Things like this. Don't stop taking eloquence unless your doctor tells you to, as stopping increases your risk of having a stroke. Eloquist can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve or abnormal bleeding. While taking Eliquis, you may bruise more easily. And it may take longer than usual for any bleeding to stop. Seek immediate medical care for sudden signs of bleeding, like unusual bruising. Eliquis may increase your bleeding
4: risk if you take certain medicines. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures.
0: And I suppose I should tell him about the bleeding. Coming this fall. The drama and excitement of CSI finds a new home across the ocean where the cops are bobbies and the criminals are literate. Welcome to CSI London. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's this then? More procedural, less procedure. Half an hour is just big enough for CSI London. All right. Move along, then. Nothing to say here. This fall, CSI London. Don't bring your gun. We've got the ultra-modern knack
4: of getting oil from the deepest crack.
0: At the frack, ladies and gentlemen, scores of photographs taken by emergency management officials in Texas show that when floodwaters rise in that state, they inundate oil wells and fracking sites, sweeping crude and noxious chemicals into rivers throughout the Lone Star State. They're messing with Texas. Most recently, Rainbow Sheens. He's a winner. He's winning. And caramel plumes can be seen radiating from tipped tanks and flooded production pads during the March flood of the Sabine River, which forms much of the state's boundary with Louisiana. Similar scenes are visible in photos from last year's floods of the Trinity, Red, and Colorado Rivers, but despite apparent evidence that spills have been routine in recent floods, the Texas regulator, ironically or paradoxically or quixotically called the Railroad Commission, contends it has responded effectively. Scientists and environmental groups aren't as confident. They worry that as floodwaters rage, harmful substances are being swept downstream into the environment and possibly drinking water supplies before Railroad Commission inspectors can reach the site of the spills. Because the trains aren't running. No, it has nothing to do with that. They're looking after the fact that what might have happened, said the Water Resources chairman of the Lone Star chapter of the Sierra Club. Because of that, it's pretty hard to figure out exactly what happened. One expert's... One expert after looking at the photographs, said the spill could be deadly. It's a potential disaster, says Walter Tsu, a past president of the American Public Health Association, publishing an article about the possible risks caused by fracking, fluids, and the website of the Environmental Health Policy Institute. I'm sure it will get into groundwater and streams and creeks, he said, of the photos depicting oil plumes and inundated wastewater ponds. In other areas, he continued, cattle that drank the fracking fluid actually died an hour after drinking it. What took them so long? There are potential carcinogens that can lead to leukemia, brain cancer, and other endocrine disruptors that can affect premature births. So, he concludes, it is not good to drink fracked wastewater. <laughs> what the frack? Uh, speaking of the water, Alabama citizens have been warned. At least uh, ten thousand, uh, 100,000 of them in northern Alabama warned not to drink or cook with tap water because it could be contaminated with potentially dangerous levels of a chemical that federal of- officials in the health realm have linked to cancer. The warning was issued by the West Morgan East Lawrence Water Authority near the Alabama border with Tennessee. This comes after the EPA... Environmental Protection Agency in the United States issued an advisory in mid-May that lowered the safe level for compounds known as PFOA and PFOS in drinking water. Those compounds, made by us, humans, can be found in nonstick cookware, waterproof clothes, carpet sealants, and firefighting foams. Direct exposure to unsafe levels of the chemicals could result in developmental deficiencies, including skeletal variations, low birth weights in fetuses or breastfed infants it could also cause cancer liver and thyroid damage and problems with the immune system sounds like sounds like the commercials i've been missing in a news conference the water authority's general manager don sims said the board accepted his recommendations to warn residents not to drink the water the water authority couldn't be reached for comment sims didn't say how much of the chemicals were found in the water only the levels could be potentially dangerous The Water Authority has filed a lawsuit against 3M and other companies saying they contaminated the Tennessee River with toxic chemicals that can be found in the drinking water of its customers. 3M says the accusations are baseless and that its use of the chemicals is legal and safe. I want to see the head of 3M drinking some of that. Soon. It always works. A temporary filter to remove the chemicals will go online in September. And... I'll feel temporarily safe next time I'm in Alabama.
5: Nobody wins this race we run, this hedonistic marathon, where creature comforts offer none. We're either drunk. Or or thirsty We take it with a grain of salt The haves and the have-nots gestalt It's always someone else's fault Have a little mercy such impressive pedigrees, coordinating refugees. But who needs foes with friends like these? We cut and. Then
0: Australia this is the and speaking of mercy news of the godly it's not just priests the former principal of an ultra-orthodox Jewish girls school here in Melbourne Australia has been ruled mentally unfit to face extradition she's had her home detention lifted in a move that has shocked Australian officials and deeply concerned them Malka Leifer, or Leifer, Leifer we'll call her, is wanted by Victorian police, that's uh, the state in which Melbourne sits comfortably, Melbourne police, uh, uh, Victorian police on 74 charges of indecent assault and rape allegedly involving girls at the Adas Israel School in Melbourne. In 2008, after accusations were first raised against her, the former principal of the school fled to Israel with her family in the middle of the night. Nothing suspicious about that. Allegedly, with the help of senior members of the secretive Adas community in Melbourne. For two years, she's managed to evade ten extradition proceedings, claiming she faces panic attacks whenever scheduled court dates arise and that she's too unwell to attend court. Know the feeling, babe. Um, this week, a long-awaited report from the district psychiatrist agreed she was mentally unwell, and the judge ruled she would not face an extradition hearing until she completed psychiatric treatment that could go on for years. See Woody Allen for details. Her house arrest in Israel will be lifted, allowing her to walk free for the first time since she was arrested by Israeli police at the request of Australia two years ago. The uh, uh, prosecutor's office in Israel has been given some time to appeal. Uh, Australian... Journalism sources indicate it will do that. Liefer's treatment in a clinic in a Jerusalem ultra Orthodox neighborhood will begin next week. She's only required to receive five treatments. The committee will then assess whether she's fit to stand trial. The prosecutor challenged her medical claims, telling the judge she believed the former principal was faking her illness in order to get rid of the case. The judge noted concerns about. Leifer's behavior that were raised by the head of the psychiatric department of a hospital she attended at the beginning of the year. Quote, there's a sharp difference between her behavior in the psychiatric department among groups during telephone conversations with family and in her formal examinations, said documents released by the court. These doubts over her medical claims made this week's decision unexpected. Moissy News of the godly. Ladies and gentlemen, a copyrighted feature of this broadcast. Oh, one more apology of the week. Just slid under the pile. Tenants in Utah were asked to sign a new lease agreement requiring them to friend and like their apartment complex on Facebook. Residents of the City Park Apartments Complex in Salt Lake City complained to local news station KSL. They found contract addenda taped to their doors requiring tenants to like the apartment complex on Facebook. The addendum has now been withdrawn. City Park Apartments community manager has apologized. Oh, and, <laughs> and Azealia Banks has issued an apology following her recent racist comments about Zane Malik that led to Banks getting suspended from Twitter and dropped as a headliner of a festival in London. The rapper had gone on an hours-long rant, maybe too much time on her hands, that uh, Malik had uh, ripped off her own previous music videos, and outfits. This was sparked by his new video. He was used to be in a boy band called One Direction, don't you know? Now that the immediacy of the infamous incident has worn off, said Banks, I've had some time to decompress and take a more rational assessment of things. I want to extend my sincerest apologies to the world. Employing racial, sexist slurs, stereotypes, in an attempt to make fun of or degrade another person or group is absolutely unacceptable and is not fair or fun for anyone. She continued, allowing my anger to get the best of me. I've managed to insult millions of people without reason. And for that, I give my deepest apologies. Imagine a rapper flying off the handle. And now, our freedom-loving friends in Saudi Arabia, ladies and gentlemen. Saudi Arabia's sovereign investment fund has announced a $3.5 billion investment in the ride-hailing service. It's actually just a platform. They don't do anything to do with transportation like vet drivers or requirements, Uber. The uh, investment fund said expanding Uber service to Saudi Arabia may be a boon for the country, whereas, you know, women are not allowed to drive because of fatwas or religious edicts issued by conservative Muslim clerics, although there is no formal law prohibiting women from driving. An Uber spokeswoman said, of course, we think women should be allowed to drive or be Uber spokespeople for that matter. In the absence of that, we've been able to provide extraordinary mobility that didn't exist before. Uber did not say that it planned to hire women drivers in the country. Roughly 80% of Uber's riders in Saudi Arabia are women, according to Uber. And yet, Saudi women need to be accompanied by a male guardian known as a mahram whenever they have to leave the house. The guardian is often a male relative and will accompany women on all of their errands, including shopping trips and visits to the doctor's. This is according to The Guardian. So are all those women using Uber going with male companions? Sure hope so. Also on the subject of our freedom-loving friends in Saudi Arabia, UN Secretary General Ban Ki-moon has criticized the Saudi Arabia-led coalition fighting in Yemen for killing and maiming children. He's added it to an annual blacklist of nations and armed groups that violate children's rights during conflicts. The coalition was responsible for 60% of child deaths and injuries last year in Yemen, killing 510, wounding more than 600, according to the UN report. It said the coalition carried out half the attacks on schools and hospitals. The Saudi-led coalition began a military campaign in Yemen in March of last year with the aim of preventing houthi rebels allied with saudi arabia's sworn enemy iran from taking control of the country gross violations grace grave violations against children increased dramatically as a result of the escalating conflict said ban ki moon in yemen owing to the very large number of violations attributed to the two parties the saudi arabia led coalition and the houthis are listed for killing and maiming and attacks on schools and hospitals the houthis have been on the U.N. blacklist for at least five years and are considered persistent perpetrators for lovers of alliteration. The report cited a deadly U.S. airstrike in that uh, Afghanistan hospital in Kunduz also, but it said the attack was carried out by international forces and did not blacklist the United States. Don't pick on the big boys, just our freedom-loving friends in Saudi Arabia. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's turn as we must on every broadcast this year, apparently, to Donald Trump. Once again this week, the story revolved around so-called Trump University as the judge in uh, some civil proceedings against Trump University unsealed some depositions, including those from not only complainants, uh, complaining uh, customers, of the university, and some happy customers of the university, but of uh, former employees of the outfit who said that uh, they resigned or left because they disapproved of the business tactics of Trump University. But also, we learned that Trump was personally involved in devising the marketing strategy for the uh, outfit, even even vetting potential ads according to some of that newly disclosed sworn testimony. The executive's one executive said the real estate mogul was involved in discussions and signed off any time we had a new ad. Quote, Mr. Trump understandably is protective of his brand and very protective of his image and how he's portrayed, said Michael Sexton, president of Trump University. Hey, there's a job that uh, Ken Starr could. um, And he wanted to see how his brand and image were portrayed in Trump University marketing materials. And he had very good and sub- substantive input as well, unquote. This was uh, a judge that has been lambasted by Trump, accusing him of being, the judge of being biased because he's of Mexican heritage, and as Trump has put it, I'm building a wall. Trump University's marketing tactics have been in the center of the case in which some former students allege they were defrauded by the company. Sexton testified in a separate deposition that Trump did not personally select instructors for the sessions. Trump, in his own sworn deposition, was unable to recall the names of key faculty members, even though the marketing material said Trump handpicked the quote professors. The section uh, testified that Trump's role as chairman of Trump University was purposely highlighted in advertising, as was a picture of Trump's signature. And in addition to that, of course, they had an alma mater.
4: Be your motto through all the times of boom and slow
6: Charlie anymore, you're screwing it up You're killing your soul with an audience looking on If I hadn't left early last night I would have made a speech to you You're not the only one, you're going to hurt If you don't believe me, I don't believe in you If you don't believe me I don't believe in you Makes it all feel better Does it? And Makes you feel like heaven Does it? You loved it and you spent Accordingly You can't afford it now You can't and now, you can't afford it now you try and you fail And love it like a little dog And feed it on the scraps you find And kiss it while you're still asleep You buy now and pay later So where's the problem you can ask if you keep your head up But the road is long and you're falling asleep at the wheel Is a girl going crazy about you and I'm not far behind Can you care about your friends anymore If you don't believe me, I don't believe in you if you don't believe me, I don't believe in you Makes it all feel better, does it? And Makes you feel like heaven, does it? You loved it and you spent accordingly You can't afford it now you can't afford it now You can't afford it now You'll try and you fail And love it like a little dog And feed it on the scraps you find And kiss it while you're still asleep You buy now and pay later Going crazy about you when I'm not far behind.
0: Oh, I'm getting those pangs of homesickness again.
3: Call your doctor if your depression worsens or you have unusual changes in behavior or thoughts of suicide. Antidepressants can increase these in children, teens, and young adults. Elderly dementia patients taking Abilify have an increased risk of death or stroke. Call your doctor if you have high fever, stiff muscles, and confusion to address a possible life-threatening condition, or if you have uncontrollable muscle movements as these could become permanent. High blood sugar has been reported with Abilify and medicines like it, and in extreme cases can lead to coma or death. Other risks include increased cholesterol, weight gain decreases in white blood cells which can be serious dizziness on standing seizures trouble swallowing and impaired judgment or motor skills
0: i think they can all be serious but that's just me and now news of the warm won't you majority of coral is now dead on many reefs in the central section of the Great Barrier Reef renamed the Mediocre Barrier Reef as a result. This is according to an underwater survey of 84 reefs in the worst mass bleaching event to hit the World Heritage Site. An average of 35% of coral was now dead or dying in the northern and central sections according to the surveys led by the Australian Research Council's Center of Excellence for Coral Reef Studies. (laughs) Well, one's aim should exceed. But in good news for tourists in the tourism industry, only 5% of coral has died on reefs south of Cairns. The in-water mortality studies followed earlier aerial surveys, which found that 93% of the barrier reef had been affected by bleaching. Coral, as you know, bleaches when it gets too hot for too long. The water temperature stresses the coral, and it expels the colorful algae that it relies on to give it energy. If the conditions persist, the... Coral has to see their doctor. No, uh, the coral dies and can get taken over by seaweed. Uh, Terry Hughes from James Cook University, who led the survey, said this is the third time in 18 years that the Great Barrier Reef has experienced mass bleaching due to global warming. The current event is much more extreme than we've measured before. These three events have all occurred while global temperatures have risen by just one degree centigrade. We're rapidly running out of time, he says, to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Another researcher from the University of Queensland said the reef was already struggling to cope with the regularity of the bleaching events. He said the reef was no longer as resilient as it once was. Sir, who is? The waters surrounding Antarctica may be one of the last places to experience human-driven climate change. New research from the University of Washington and MIT finds that ocean currents explain why the seawater has stayed at roughly the same temperature while most of the rest of the planet is warmed. The study resolves a scientific conundrum, wear one if you please, and an inconsistent pattern of warming often seized on by climate deniers. Observations and climate models show that unique currents around Antarctica continually pull deep, centuries-old water up to the surface—seawater that last touched Earth's atmosphere before the Mesocene age and has never experienced fossil fuel-related climate change. The paper is published in Nature Geoscience. I read it for the ads. With rising carbon dioxide, you would expect more warming at both poles, but we only see it at one of the poles, so something else must be going on, says the lead author. We show that it's for really simple reasons. Ocean currents are the hero here. Interesting use of the word hero. Gale force westerly winds that constantly whip around Antarctica act to push surface water north, continually drawing up water from below the southern, from below the southern ocean's water comes from such great depths and from sources that are so distant, it will take centuries before the water reaching the surface has experienced modern global warming. Other places in the oceans bring water up from a few hundred feet depth that doesn't have the same effect. The Southern Ocean is unique because it's bringing water up from several thousand meters as much as two miles. It's really deep old water that's coming to the surface. Sounds tasty to me. Sounds better than that water in Alabama. News of the Warm, ladies and gentlemen, a copyrighted feature of this broadcast. And just a couple more items about our uh, our fellow creatures. A new study from Purdue, Purdue University finds that honeybees are exposed to far more pesticides than previously thought. Most research on pesticide use and honeybees focuses on neonicotinoids, an insecticide applied to corn and soybean crops that's harmful to bees. A Purdue entomology professor, Christian Krupko, wanted to know what happens to bees when they're not feeding on crop pollen. One of the surprising things we found is the diversity of pollen bees find out there, he said. A majority of the pollen bees collect is from plants other than crops, plants like those you would put in your backyard or garden. It also means bees are exposed to the pesticides applied to those residential plants. So the researcher says you have to commit to not only not using insecticides on that plant, but perhaps in the areas all around it. Yes, bees feed on plants other than crops. How nutty is that? How nutty are those bees? And fish are being killed and prevented from reaching maturity by the microplastics that we talked about last week. Finding their way into the world's oceans, according to The Guardian, some new young fish have been found to prefer tiny particles of plastic to their natural food sources, effectively starving them before they can reproduce. Microplastics, breakfast of fish. The growing problem of microplastics has been thought for several years to be a peril for fish. The study published this week is the first to prove the damage in trials. I hope they had good lawyers. Microplastics are near indestructible in natural environments. The impact of these materials has been hard to measure, but in this uh, demonstration, fish exposed to such materials during their development showed stunted growth and increased mortality rates, as well as changed behavior that could endanger their survival. Larval perch were shown not only to take in the plastics, but to prefer them to their real food. They ate only the plastics, ignoring their natural food sources of plankton. The perch also ignored the chemical signals that would normally warn them of the presence of predators. The microplastic particles are now found in abundance across the world's oceans. This is the first time an animal has been found to preferentially feed on plastic particles and is cause for concern, said the co-author of the study. Unless you make microplastics, in which case you've found a whole new market. Preach! Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude this week's edition of The Show. The program returns next week at the same time over these same stations over NPR worldwide throughout Europe. You and 440 cable system in Japan, around the world through the facilities of the American Forces Network up and down the east coast of North America via the shortwave giant WBCQ, the planet 7.49 megahertz shortwave, 7.490 megahertz shortwave on the Mighty 104 in Berlin on Soho Radio in London, around the world. Via the internet at two different locations, live and archived whenever you want it. HarryShera.com and KCSN.org. Available for your smartphone through Stitcher.com and available as a free podcast from Sideshow Network, SoundCloud, iTunes, www.no.org, and TuneIn.com. And it'd be just like Ken Starr knowing whether he saw that email or not. If you'd agree to join with me then, would you? Alrighty, thank you very much. Uh huh. Tip of the sh- le show, chapeau. To the San Diego, Pittsburgh, Chicago, and Exile and Hawaii desks. Thanks, as always, to Pam Halstead and to Jenny Lawson at WWNO New Orleans for help with today's broadcast. Thanks to Melbourne for the lovely winter weather. The email address for this program, the playlist of the music heard here on, and an unforgettable opportunity to get Cars I Talk t-shirts for your entire family or your carass, all at harryshare.com. And me, yes. I'm on Twitter at the Harry Shearer. Mm-hmm. comes to you from Century of Progress Productions and originates through the facilities of WWNO New Orleans flagship station of the Change is Easy Radio Network. So long from down under...